You know what? We're it's on you. It on the it's on, we better talk about it on the show that's starting right now. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 238 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games on his fifth show of the day, it feels like. Yeah, that's all right. Greg that's Miller. All right. Hey, I thought we were getting rid of the numbers eventually, or was that something you wanted oh, to do? Oh, that was just a discussion. I like them. Yeah. Well, then I guess they fucking stay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I got no there say in the matter because FM3 underscore. FM3 underscore. He's back. Back from Dallas, you guys hosted the Borderlands event. We yep. all thought you were stuck there. Yep. All right. That honk is really upset at Fran being A lot here. of delays, but I'm back. Happy to be back on the show. Happy to have you back. The last show oh, I was yeah, on, yeah. you weren't yeah. here. Yeah, no, I have glasses. Great. They look none great. of us they were here. Nice glasses. The last week, none of us were here, but the year before that. Thank you. Shout out to all the that. ex-game informers for hosting. Yes. Killing the game. Great job. Great job. reaction to all of that. It was really good. Was yeah. Yeah. I heard it was so good, they just said, get us off the show. There Have were them. a few of those YouTube mm -hmm. comments. <laughs> yeah. This is so much better. It's interesting when you hear somebody who actually knows games. Like, ah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, this is, is my fear. They're all from the Bronx. And speaking <laughs> of people that know games, for her very last time here, Aww. Andrea, Renee, how are you doing? What's good, guys? What's good? The last... Of maybe the last of your normal appearances. Correct. I feel like As a regular. Now, now you're going to go back mm -hmm. to how you used to be on Kind of Funny Games cast, where like you're yeah. still the most common guest. You only show up on Easter with basketball. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 I'll, I'll be here uh, next April. Yeah. <laughs> what? For Easter. Okay, that does. That's way. So scary we had a we had that. a tradition where coincidentally they kept <laughs> inviting me back to be on the show. And it was always the show before Easter weekend. And so I would bring these dumb themed Easter baskets. And this year I went to go find one and I just could not find a dumb themed one. So they I gave brought, up on Easter this year. So I, yeah, so I, gave, I got practical Easter gifts, like new sponges, sponges for the yeah. kitchen. Which was very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fam, maybe you How should think about bringing sponges? this stuff. Huh? Maybe you should know that sponges get gross after a while. Just get rid of them because she had to bring in we gifts have, have as a nice I'm way aware of that. I'm, trust me, if somebody goes over there and if I see the sponge gross, I'll throw it away. Oh, or okay. if it's got that sponge smell, you toss it yeah. in the microwave microwave for one this minute. This is the Kind wow. of Funny Games cast each and every week right <laughs> here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We talk about video games, all the things that we love about them, and we do that with you. You can be part of the show by being a Patreon supporter on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can get the show ad-free. You can get the pre and post shows that are exclusive to the Patreon people. You can watch live along with us. Um, or if you don't want to do any of that, that's fine. You can watch it later on Monday. YouTube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services. Where, Greg? Around the globe. Exactly. Thank you very much for that. Shout out to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach and James Hastings. Make this show happen. <laughs> Thanks for that, Craig. I'm only, well, I only get to do it once, usually. I never get to do it. Yeah. I know it's not, but I miss doing it. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. You I know what else Tom you gotta Mark. love? Final Fantasy VII. <gasps> now, here's the thing. The trailer came out today, uh, the day of recording, As recording. for uh, TGS. They, they did Thank a whole God bunch you're of here. news coming from TGS. Andrea looked at the rundown on the Roper report. She's like, we're not going to talk about the trailer? I'm like, do you understand it? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot there. But uh, we also want to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake because uh, you got to play it for the first time, Greg. That's right. I got to play the uh, Pizza Hut demo you and Kevin are always talking yes, about. Yes, you fought, yes. I fought the giant scorpion or whatever. Yeah. And, it's uh, a good game. So... Just starting there, actually. You you played it at PAX. Went to PAX, yeah. Surprisingly, since I missed last game's cast because of the Game Informer takeover. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I didn't get to talk about the games that I played at PAX. Got to go play it, along with Trials of Mana and Avengers. Okay. Um, but yeah. You texted me just saying, I beat the Pizza Hut Scorpion. Yeah, why and I was like, scorpion? I don't am know. I, I'm not wrong, though, right? That's, like, Kevin, am I wrong? What the fuck are you talking about? And I was so confused. And after like going back and forth and back and forth, I'm like, oh, you mean the Pizza Hut demo disc that had the Final Fantasy yeah. VII demo that ended with the Scorpion box? Yes, that's like, how you guys talked oh! about it on this show. This so, very yeah. show, so, yeah. you guys talked about it that way. So there you go. Uh, what it, did you think? I liked it. 
Yeah. You never played seven? No. Well, I've started seven several times and never gone, gotten okay. far into it or anything. So I have no attachment to it. I have no reference outside of pop culture for what, you know, seven's all about. And like, it doesn't have a special place in my heart. That said, playing it, I thought it was beautiful, number one. Uh, I thought the combat system was interesting. That was my biggest thing of like, how is it going? You know, I'm such a weird guy of like, and I know this isn't turn based, but it kind of is turn based. And there is the action part, and then you got the you're shooting with the you know I'm shooting with my gun over <laughs> here. I'm Barrett. I'm shooting with my gun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean it's echoing everything you said when we, you played it at E3 and did uh, way more coverage on it, right? Um, but yeah, I I am interested. I want to play more. I mm-hmm. could see myself playing this. Do you think it was? Uh the system was cumbersome at all? Is that what you were worried about? Yeah, I mean, when you go back to like what a, I mean, again, I know this isn't what it is, but like remembering old Final Fantasy yeah. 7, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Mickey Mouse hand coming through, picking things and stuff. Like, never my jam, really, right? Like, it's a very specific uh, JRPG like that that grabs me, whether it be Octopath or uh, a Persona. And so not having that historical connection to it, jumping into it, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into. And I thought it was modernized enough that I could see myself playing it and enjoying it and going yeah. through it. I mean, it, it, the, it's very different. Like, yeah. I feel like even being familiar, I think actually is yeah. more of a hindrance than, yeah. than just going in. Because even the turn-based stuff that kind of is there, it's not the even slow down where like slow, stuff, slow down. That's yeah. totally different than, than the original. Like, it's not even... Yeah, it's uh, it's based on the moments from the game, but I, the, the game is completely new, is how I would describe it. Yeah. Like, from a gameplay perspective, like and from a story and look totally and every different. perspective, and yeah. that's that's what I'm excited about. Is yeah. seeing this trailer. Like I've been excited about this game since they first announced it. Then I got really worried about the game with the whole CyberConnect and like CyberConnect. The, the director or producer didn't even know they were involved and all that. Like all these rumors, so much mistranslations through Japanese to English stuff that it's just like, oh man, this is going to be a big problem. But then when we really got that first blowout um, at uh, E3 this year, yeah. Um, and right before that, we saw the state of play. But even that was just like, okay, cool, just another trailer. But then at E3, it's like, oh, we got to play it. We get to see a lot more of it. I'm like, how are they nailing it this hard? Like, I'm, I'm really kind of surprised at seeing this trailer, which shows a lot more than what we've seen so far. Did you think that they were going to screw it up? Yeah. It's you did. square. It's 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 modern it canceled square. So many Final it's Fantasies. So many similar people that have worked on that worked on Kingdom Hearts three, and that like it just took too long. That the end product was. Fine, good, really good in some ways, really kind of a letdown in others. And when it when I'm looking at Final Fantasy VII Remake, I just wouldn't have faith in in them kind of doing a good job with it. Um, and I keep saying this, I said this a lot during E3, but now seeing this trailer, I, I feel it's going to be even oh, more true, is that this reminds me of Resident Evil 2 Remake totally. so much, where it's not just a remake of the original game, it's inspired by the original game, but to be a modern game, and they're going to change things both from a gameplay perspective, but from a story perspective, to make things make more sense, make them more modern and, and feel natural. In this trailer, what gave you that impression? Like, Because I watched it and I was like, it's beautiful, this guy with red hair seems like you move really fast. Like, yes. what about it to you was like, oh, this is the next step, this is what they're doing. So it's... Uh, and this is you'd have to know the game to know oh, stuff. Yeah. There's uh, the addition of characters in places they weren't before. There's new characters that we don't know exactly who they are, but if they are who I think they are, it's going to be really, really cool and interesting to see how they flesh out the story between Cloud and, and Zach. And like it kind of answers a lot of questions that fans have had of like, why didn't these people react this way when they saw this person? And it's like seeing these new characters, you're like, oh my God, like they're going to answer that question. Interesting. And I just felt like, that's the type of stuff that would have never happened before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't have 
really a lot of confidence in Square doing that, especially after Final Fantasy 15, which I loved, but I didn't love the story. And seeing all the stuff here, I'm like, oh my God, they're taking all the best parts of Final Fantasy 7 and really expanding on it um, in ways that I think is going to come together potentially better than the original game did. Interesting. Interesting. Um, there's still all the, the worries about the episodic stuff and, and all of that. That was my question for you. You talked about how, oh, you had a glance, and if you know the game, you know this. Where are you feeling right now they're going to cut it off? This is We did have a question on Games Daily today, Andrea's final one. Watch it, youtube.com slash games About like, hey, would you, do you think people are going to lose their minds if this is less than 20 hours? And Andrea and I were kind of blind on what it would actually be. We talked about endgame stuff. Uh, you're wrong, wrote in to be like, to be clear, they're talking about 30 hours a game. They're talking this is like a Final Fantasy 13 trilogy. Yeah, no, and I, I think that that's what it's going to be. I think it's very, very clear where this game's going to end. Um, I think where do you think it ends? I already even said it with the fall of Midgar. Okay. Like, or with the, the plate falling. Like, totally. Like, that's it's mm. such a good good place to, to end the story. Traditionally, it how is, long is in, into the game is that? Uh, I mean, it's Ish. been a while since I've, I've done it. Big but, fan. like, I, I don't know, probably... 10, okay. 13 hours, but they, maybe. They've been promoting that they've added oh, a no, bunch no, of content. Oh, no, no, I know that. Yeah, right? I was just wondering by comparison. Well, and that's the thing is, this trailer is what shows me they've added a bunch of content. Like, even in areas that we know, they are adding so much. There, there's the scene in the trailer where you see the Shinra president, like, the drones come in and yeah. like, main thing. The things that he's saying are talking about, like, the uh, the Wutai forest or whatever. That's stuff, like, that's side quest stuff way later in the game. And for them to introduce it this early, it's like, oh my god, you're gonna flesh that out. You're gonna flesh out the story, make it make more sense and more interesting when you come across those characters later in game two, game three, whatever mm-hmm. this ends up being. Um, but to me, the coolest thing is like this reminds me of Twin Snakes to Metal Gear Solid, where they're adding a whole bunch of crazy, like flippy dippity stuff and all that, Ooh, and like fleshing out the story in ways. And like, but where Metal Gear, I think a lot of people didn't like that kind of stuff because it's like, well, that's not what Metal Gear Solid 1 was. Yeah. Final Fantasy 7, all the stuff that they're adding, that's what this game was. It just wasn't the technology. To do yeah, it. it's the stuff you filled in your head. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like looking at this, this looks like, like when Advent Children came out, the, the movie. <coughs> It was so hyped to see these characters move in ways that they moved in your head. Sure. Doing things that were anime as fuck. So cool that you only saw in your head. But now you get to play it. And it looks even better than that movie did. Like That stuff is just blowing my mind. And like the uh, the way that this trailer was so pointed at the detractors and haters that were like worried about this game. Um, like, oh, they're going to take out the cross-dressing thing. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're not. They, this trailer was straight up like, hey, all your favorite mini games, they're going to be in this. I saw the hey, all being your, in the gym the, or whatever. The, the squats and all that stuff. Like, like oh, they're going to take out the quirky stuff. The frog spell still in the game. And you actually turn into yeah, a frog. Yeah, I thought that was a like, cool moment in the trailer. Going so hard to be like, no, guys. Like, we, we know what we're doing. We know that Final Fantasy VII is as important as it is. And we're going to nail this. We're going to do it right. And Mark Hamill might be a voice actor in it. Oh, really? Like, that's I didn't weird. catch that. Yeah, the dude that runs the little uh, brothel. Um, oh. During the like, like there's a line that he has. I'm like, I can that straight up sounds like Mark Hamill. Um, which sound be, like the Joker then? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. The or Joker. the Dark Siders, whatever. The Anyways, is, I'm just, I'm so, <laughs> so stoked. On, about it. What, what did it do for you, Andrea? I thought it looked great. Are I you mean, gonna try it? <laughs> Not I mean, a huge maybe, Final Fantasy fan. No, I never have been, and mm. I've never pretended to be. Like Final Fantasy has just never been my thing, and I feel like. You know, I, I dabbled in Final Fantasy 15 since it was real time and third person action versus all the other ones which have been like turn based. Mm. And so I, I played a little bit of that and I enjoyed what I did. But the problem when you have a series that's this 
far into it is that like there's no easy way for me to get caught up in who these characters are and why they're important why people love them and I've just never really gravitated towards anime of any kind or anime art styles and so I just feel like there's nothing drawing me to this but I can appreciate what they're doing with that I can appreciate the amazing graphics work the additional narrative work the way that they're modernizing the combat um, yeah. But there's nothing that's like grabbing me about that. That was game. my thing. And Andrew's point of, you know, so it's that thing of obviously every Final Fantasy zone, but Final Fantasy 7, like, you know, this one reference in a trailer, right? The trailer does nothing for me. It was you coming back from playing it that first time. You're like, dude. So when I went and played it, I was like, cool, it plays. It still has that weird, not weird, I should say. It has that stilted Japanese game feel of like, you know, you're running around, there's guys just standing there, and I run up to them, and then, mm. I, then they start engaging me kind of thing, which I'm not in love with, right? You know what I mean? But. Though I know how beloved the story is, and the fact that you're even more juiced for it, seeing what you've seen, and then I, uh, the fact that like the boss battles, I thought were awesome. Oh my god, they're yeah. so good! And, and speaking of the boss battles, the the music, mm. everything that they've shown in the trailer so far has been great. But this trailer in particular is showing how much they're caring about this project. Where this was a brand new arrangement, brand new remix. That as you're watching the trailer, anytime characters show up, their themes kind of start playing in, in this uh-huh. new arrangement. Like when it gets to, towards the end, it's a remix of the boss theme, and it's perfect and epic. When you see the redhead dude come in, it's like the Turks <laughs> theme starts playing, and it's just like, holy crap! Like it was just perfectly executed. And like I haven't seen anybody see this trailer that like gives a shit. Peggy, that is like, oh, you did this wrong. Like it, everyone's just like, what the fuck? How did they nail this? Yeah. Very yeah. cool stuff. I'm super stoked for it. Yeah, I was a big fan of the original, but like I haven't really played since then. Like, yeah, I'm like, how do you remember all this stuff? But I guess like he you, plays you it, play it again. I, like, I've been replaying it recently. Play, replayed it. The E3 demo got me so hyped. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I think if you're just not a fan of this combat style and the style of the game, like, sure, it's not going to pique your interest. But for those who are, I mean, it looks the amazing. fact that it's It'd a modernized like, take for me. It's very much it is an RE2 remake thing, yeah, right? I, I Where I, I think you're going to love this. Game I always said back. that I fucking. I should have been Resident Evil's biggest fan, but it was the tank controls and yep. fucking shitty map that turned me off. So when RE2 mm-hmm. dropped, right, I was like, holy shit, and that, this I, is amazing. That is, that's the apt comparison that I, I yeah. really, really believe that you're going to love this game when it comes out. But uh, another E3 thing that I got to see, I didn't get to play. So we're like trading spaces here, here a little bit. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't play Avengers? I thought no. you did. No. You saw the behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah, at PAX, uh, got to finally play uh, Avengers after seeing the trailer. Nobody knows what the game is. Tim going to see the game and then telling me more about the game. Finally getting down to actually hold the controller and play. Some we played leaks as Sorry. well. We said some me? internet leaks as well that showed some of the gameplay. Oh, sure. So yeah, people, yeah. like, st- again, didn't understand and they're trying to judge it based on that. So I can't. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the E3 leak. Yeah, I think it was the E3. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because they released uh, gameplay from Gamescom. Since then, yeah, they've done the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. So what I played was that. It was the the prologue. It was 8A where everything goes wrong. So I got to play as uh, everybody. Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Captain America, Black Widow, and Thor. Uh, I think it's... It literally... And and that's why I don't want to spend too much time on it, right? Because it was a PAX demo of something that everybody's seen. But you played it, though. I did. But so I mean, I. I still think you've heard enough hands-on oh, impressions yeah. I, that. Pax? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's that uh, the hands-on impressions you've heard from everybody else. Yeah, but what did you think? I thought was it cool. Did you like it? I liked it, it. Feel good. I don't. I don't love well. it. Certain things feel better than other things, right? It mm-hmm. is the exact same thing we worried about, right? Of throw Mjolnir. Mjolnir comes back. Doesn't feel good as Leviathan. However, throw mm-hmm. Mjolnir and I've like stuck a guy to the wall. That's pretty cool. All right, yeah. you know what I mean? I pull it back. It's it's like it is this game's. Cross to Bear is being compared to Spider-Man, Batman, you name it. Uh, any uh, uh, Lara Croft, to, uh, yeah, uh, the Tomb Raider combat. reboot, so right? It's good games. 
comparing it to great games. And yes. I think in, in many ways, genre-defining games. Games that mm-hmm. are, like excelled in so many different ways. Playing it right now, going through it, for me to come back and tell you what it excelled at, like what it blew my socks off, is like, oh, uh, that's a struggle for me to come up and tell you what that is. I think the voice acting is great. I think the story they're telling from this, you know, jumping off point and then five years later after a day and, you know, Avengers have been disassembled. What does it look like? I'm interested for that world. I'm interested to see how multiplayer works. This is just a single player prologue. It was very awesome to get the demo. Do you remember the man's name? The, the game director? Scott Amos. Scott, who was there giving it through it. It's the it, head of Crystal. It was very much a demo of, hey, we know we fucked this up. So you're playing this thing right now. It's the prologue. It is, we played what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of it? It's probably Roughly, like 35 yeah. minutes like total for that whole yeah. thing from what we've seen. It, they were like, it's a, it is a sampler pat, uh, platter of everybody you will play when you get mm-hmm. the game. After you do your 20, 30 minutes, you are going to come around this divider and we are going to talk to you for 20 or 30 minutes and explain what the fuck this game is from the ground up. And yeah. I found that super interesting. And, and in terms of what does it excel at? I don't know. I found what they said on the other side of the wall interesting. Uh, yeah. Like you're getting the, you know how it's been this whole thing of it's a, it's a, a single player story. You can also play it with people. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Right. Yeah. And so it is this idea that you play through the prologue. Everything goes wrong. Cap dies. San Francisco is destroyed. Avengers are disassembled. You pick back up. Then five years later, you are reassembling the team playing as everybody getting them on. As you continue to play, you're unlocking more story missions. You have like this uh, overworld map. You're in a, sh- a helicarrier pretty much, right? With the overworld there, you can go do stuff. There are m- m- missions that are very much like this is a main single. This is a single player mission for the story. But then surrounding it are a bunch of what do they call them? War zone map? Mm-hmm. War zone missions. Yeah. So I took a bunch of notes during Scott's presentation. Yeah. So there's hero missions, which are the single player crafted narrative experiences where you don't get to choose which hero you want. Mm-hmm. And then there's the war zone missions, which are the co-op ones where you, you get to pick which hero you mm-hmm. want level so each of the heroes has their own skill tree that is custom tailored to the lore of that particular hero whether it be hulk or you know blackwater or whoever um and then there's progression that carries between the war zone and the hero mission so if you decide you want a main thor the progression that you make in the war zone missions will carry into your hero mission and the enemies will dynamically scale to how you've progressed your hero in the other missions in the story mission. So you don't feel like you're stepping backwards. That actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I mean like they're like, this is the thing, right? Like my note here after playing everybody, right? Iron Man, I thought was weak. Uh, Iron Man's was like so disappointing. Thor was fun, but not Leviathan fun. Uh, I like Nat. I like black widow, but I thought the taskmaster fight, was fun in the beginning and then I thought they really struggled with signposting where suddenly mm-hmm. it was like oh you've learned all my moves so am I I'm rolling and I'm shooting and occasionally I'm hurting you occasionally I'm not I'm like I don't know exactly what you want I thought it was generic Hulk but it's still fun to be the Hulk right and so it's like I like it but it's not amazing is literally what I wrote so watching the the demo which I've yeah. now seen a couple times saw it at uh, Comic-Con saw it at E3 um, when you see the, the five characters go and kind of do their thing, when you see the uh, the HUD of the like the like the display that you see just watching it, yeah, it seems very simplified combat where it kind of just seems like a three button system of each character just has the three moves and there's nothing else and they're all kind of just context sensitive. Does that does it feel more kind of organic than that when you're playing it? It does. The HUD is not final, and so I think that's why it's like s- seems super simplified. We didn't also get to see. They didn't show us the skill tree. They didn't yeah. let us really tool around in the menus. That's my biggest thing about it. Is again um, prologue sampler platter. I think here's what so our Black Widow base is. Yeah, it, was, it felt like we were just playing like a tutorial. It didn't feel like we were playing like a vertical slice of the game. A hundred percent. And so okay. like it was very like a tailored experience. I had more fun with Thor and Mjolnir than than apparently. 
I liked had. it. No, I liked him. He's one of my favorites. It yeah. was just like it wasn't ah, you know, like oh, you want to feel great. I wanted to see more of Thor's aerial gameplay, but they sure. were like not really showing us that yet. And when they were describing some of the cool stuff that you can do with Iron Man, I was like, why didn't you let me play yeah. that? Because like just like shooting with the the Repulsors. pulses, it just didn't feel satisfying. It and felt super slow. And I was like, the 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 flight uh, in flight stuff didn't feel. Um, super refined either, but I had to keep reminding myself that this is a super early pre-alpha build, right? And like, more importantly, I think is that it's the prologue. They're trying right. to be like, here's all the taste, and then when they get to five years mm-hmm. later, and they, however they're going to introduce the story to you, you're not going to have access to everybody. So right. that's when you start building these things out. Where and I think that's why it's so weird of like. Did, uh, what did the combat feel like? To me, especially coming off, it felt like an Ultimate Alliance brought down, put behind the character. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what this game is, but with the limited availability of moves I had, I don't have a skill tree. Okay, but it's to what mm-hmm. you're talking about, right? It was that he was talking about, oh yeah, well you know, like um, Riley's Iron Man plays a lot different than my Iron Man. I like to go up in the air and shoot from down low. He likes to play there. You're not gonna get that in the prologue. And that's where it gets interesting of like, I don't know if it'll excel at this, but when it does get that, cool, training wheels are off, the roster is yours. Build the team the way you want to build it to get to the end game stuff, which you assume is what this game is building towards, right? That it's going to have its same idea of like it's a destiny, it's a, a, a Borderlands in terms of like you're getting there to play with your friends and do other stuff and see what, uh, you know, I play, I main Thor, Tim mains Cap. Let's see what this actually looks like when we get out there. It's going to be interesting how it all comes together because I think their biggest challenge right now, particularly from a shared world or co op perspective, is that, you know, when we, spoke um, at E3, um, Bill Roseman told me, you know, our problem is that we can't really build a world where there's four Hulks running around because there's only one Hulk, right? There's only one Black mm-hmm. Widow. And so how they're going to handle that from a co-op perspective will be fascinating. If you guys remember mm-hmm. in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Got to choose a class. Did you guys do or... any of the co-op in Shadow of the Tomb Raider? No. Um, so when you play co-op, you always appear as Lara Croft and you're... A uh, co-op partner always appears as another NPC in the game nice. or another character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not to break the reality. Right, of- but you always get to see the character you chose and I wonder if they're going to also implement that I, here. I specifically asked like, hey, can, oh, you did. Can, yeah, can you have can we, we think it would work as the movesets. Can we both yeah. have Thors? And they were like, no. Mm-hmm. You have to choose some rosters you it's have and once somebody takes Thor, there is no Thor. Mm. Now again, as so they like said. like Overwatch kind of. Yeah. No, you could have multiples. I don't, Overwatch, I don't play right? Overwatch. I'm gonna tell you. But the con- I thought the same thing. The concept's there. Like yeah. The, cl- the you got to choose like a class, but still. To Tim's point though case, about multiverse, right? Character. They showed it. They and they've been putting up these videos, right, of all the different costumes for the different characters. They've talked about how they're. Wowzer. They fully plan on ex- you know ex- uh, going for years with, right. or a year with free content or whatever the actual line is. I guarantee at some point there's going to be the update of like. We've dropped. There's a rift in the universe. Exactly. We've dropped whatever Hulk from Planet Hulk in here, and that means there are going to be multiple Hulks. There's a multiverse kind of thing, and you get to go out and do it. Yeah. I, you know, I understand. So, you know, I kind of get into it with uh, with Imran about this on Games Daily uh, earlier this week. Trash. Because like, I understand why people are hesitant and skeptical. I mean, it's Avengers. Like the the bar is set incredibly high by the MCU yeah. for this to perform, right? And Ultimate Alliance did great. It seems like people really love that game. That they that you know they nailed it. And so there's a lot riding on Crystal Dynamics here to get this right. Um, I really enjoyed what I played. I enjoyed the the look and the feel of the game. I think there's still a lot of questions about how it's all going to come together, yeah. obviously, but there's just so so many unknowns still and the game is still, you know, like 10 months away. And yeah. 
I think that that's a, that's plenty of time for them to tweak some of these things and potentially fix it. I, I wanted them to show more than they did. That, that's the problem is I feel like no matter how many times they show this demo and explain this demo and mm-hmm. let people play this demo until it is, hey, everybody, it's a three hour long demo. Here you go. Play yeah. through it or we're starting you with a multiple of characters to go through and see it. It's going to be the same thing of. Well, yeah, it feels this. It doesn't feel that. Like Ultimate Alliance, there's an expectation with an Ultimate Alliance game, right? That I'm gonna fucking yeah. break crates and get gold, and I'm gonna sit there and grind like a moron. A Crystal Dynamics Avengers game should be slam dunk out of the park. You see it, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't believe what I just saw." That's yeah. my biggest worries from everything that I've seen, and not being a Destiny person. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, part. I'm I'm kind of torn because part I hate of me, this Destiny comparison. By the way. Like, I don't. I, I don't think yeah, it I fits. I don't. It. I don't like it. I don't think it's going to be. I don't. But I think it is. No, I think because that's there's the nothing in Destiny that's like you have to go in and do this entire campaign by yourself. But that's fine. But that's I, not. I, but that's but not Destiny's is, DNA. But, but yeah, I but I think it's more about the, the gear game. and the loot, right? Like, yeah. Because like their interface is Destiny. Well, but no, Destiny has you, like handcrafted guns that you can use across all classes. Here, the weapons are tailored to each specific hero because it fits within the Marvel Universe lore. They were very clear about that. So when you're chasing yeah, you loot. You're chasing, yes. yes, you are. You're chasing drops for your specific mm. character, not for any character. I'm like, saying more like the, the gameplay style of like how they're going to keep people coming back like for a long time and like the, a live service game. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. that, that the intention? No, and I think that's a very valid question. And I don't, they aren't being clear about what the end game looks like yet. Because I think it looks like that and they don't want to say that. Well, I think they're <laughs> trying to also still figure it out, right? And Which figure is not out a like, good answer when you're no, 10 you're months right. out. I mean, I'm sure they know internally at this point, but no, I'm with, I'm with you. You know, and like the thing that I, that I kind of confronted Scott about when we were doing our demo and we were in the Q and a was like, why are you showing me this really cool Captain America gameplay? But then you're trying to also tell me that he dies in the beginning of the that. game. Yeah, yeah. I got really upset. I said to him, I go, I did. I got mad. I was like, I don't appreciate you trying to lie to me or pull the wool over my eyes and be like, Captain America is gone. We're going to do a big memorial for him. He died in a day. But then you give me a gameplay demo and tell me that he's one of the core gameplay people. So like, obviously he comes back. I'm like, They're showing you different suits for him in yeah, the, the videos like, and stuff. Do, like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you put all this, this work into why a guy was, that I see for 10 seconds. Why was this the choice? If you're going to come out and be like, we have this cool narrative with A-Day, why would you let me play Captain America's gameplay then? See, that intrigues me from a story perspective because yeah. it's like, you get to play him before he dies. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, the question, obviously he's going to come back, but how? You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. what's interesting to me of with where we're at with Marvel lore where the MCU story is as mainstream as you can possibly get. This game needs to do something unique and different and from what we've seen, the A-Day stuff, it is cool. It's such a cool premise and I'm like, when I saw that trailer, I'm like, all right, like I'm kind of in for this. But then seeing the gameplay of it, I'm like, we're not going to get much of this, are we? Like, I don't think that like the the way that that prologue goes is going to go go for ten hours. Oh God, no! Even, yeah, no, no, know? no, right? It's, it's open the gameplay yeah. as the guys. Here we go. It's all gone to hell. We're five years later. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and that's is that the extent of the story? I'm worried that it is. <laughs> like, I'm what, worried, is, what do you think? I'm what? worried that the extent of the story is a bit like though, there's that prologue. Maybe we'll get one more like middle section kind of, and then we'll get an ending. Like old twisted metal games. Oh no way, dude! I think they'll tell you a story. They, yeah. I mean, it's Marvel games, and the, go ahead and time code this in data right now. I'll eat my words. Yeah, I definitely think you're gonna get a story. You don't bring well, in. Well, we got a story in twisted metal. Think about twisted metal black. Think about this. Okay, I'm thinking. The whole point of playing that game. Yeah. Was like, did you play twisted metal no, black? Uh, well, not the like PS2 one. Yeah, so I did with Poe for a little bit, but I don't know if oh I... Oh my god, it's an amazing game, but the core thing is you play through each character, and it starts with an intro video that is 
super cool backstory of this character. Then you play through a bit of the game, but the whole thing is to get to the middle. You beat the boss, then you get another story element of like more figuring out like where they're going. Then you play more, and then you get this end cinematic, and that's what made it all worth it. So you think you get that for every character in the Avengers? I no, I okay. don't. I think that we're gonna get a setup in the beginning of this game. That's the prologue. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it. What we we already saw. Then you're gonna get a bunch of just. Missions, missions, right? Just missions that are just do, like Destiny the Warzone does, or whatever. Actually. Then you're going to get another midsection of this game. Don't you think of, that the solo story missions are going to be the connective tissue that are the Warzone missions? Sure, are going to be. Hey Thor, there's a fucking plane full of bad guys to yeah. fight. All right, I'm going. Come with me, Hulk. Right. Like that's what that'll be. But the story should be like. I'm I'm just worried about how much of the story we're going to get, and I think that when it boils down, it's not going to be much. It's going to be little, like kind of slices that are like well now you have the story in between it is the war zone you get to play as a bunch of different characters and that maybe those bits introduce those characters but i don't think it's going to be like a straight through narrative of of playing and like having it be substantial hmm. see it's funny that we all get we're all pulling different things out of it that again what is mm-hmm. the most exciting thing about this game it's the unknown i guess but the scene where like five years later where tony all harry looking like kevin is screaming at bruce right and he's like what is it he's like yeah, are the Avengers a threat to society? That's the question. I'm like, fuck, that's a really interesting question. Like, I'd love that. I want I, even that's like, does that work in the middle part of your theory? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like that's what I, I my biggest worry. And I hope that I'm wrong. But my biggest worry is we're going to get a hour long middle chunk that does kind of set up all these little bits and stuff. You go through some cool reveals or whatever, but then it's side missions that are kind of like you get some VO. This, this thing happened. Cool. Go. And that's it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like. I think those design. Yeah, I think what are they crystal call dynamics. You know what I mean? It's not going to be that. Yeah, yeah. Close the hero that. missions are what they call. They're calling the single player missions that are ho- showcasing one hero are the campaign and progressing through the narrative. I think those are going to be what we want it to be. I think that's and, and I'm saying from a story perspective and a narrative perspective and what you run through and do it. And I think there's enough interesting questions proposed by the prologue already, what we've seen, right? Yeah. As to like, what the fuck is this game and where is it going? And why, the Avengers have disassembled and they're like, there's a robot and there's like a, the Mjolnir's at Cap's gravesite. So like Thor gave up, Thor went back to Asgard. I think, no, I think they mentioned the demo. They said he's, that he went back to Asgard, yeah. Okay, okay, that he's just chilling out or whatever, right? And then, uh, I mean, they say that or Midgard, doesn't matter. Midgard's Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Thor is not Thor anymore. Thor left his hammer and fuck, fucked off. Is he fat Thor? Interesting. Who knows? But that's interesting. Why the ship crashed, what the technology was, who Taskmaster was working with, right? Like, we're all on the same page. That's Kamala Khan who gets knocked down, right? Like on the carrier from the Comic Con demo. Yeah, the voiceover? Yeah, well, no, the, like, in the. Yeah, it's the voiceover. It's her. What's the. What voiceover? The voiceover the, the in the girl trailer. Who's narrating is, the trailer. They say never meet your, your heroes. heroes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that must be her. Well, I mean, in the trailer though, she gets or the demo. She there's a girl who falls down and then goes a boo, or she gets, says a boo and then gets knocked down. Yeah, and that's, that's she, a voiceover girl. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. like she's a that's they're not just doing that as a fucking wink and a nod. I bet like there's got to be a story there in terms of what she's doing. Yeah, I, I don't hope. know. I hope. I just care about the gameplay. Yeah, but this sounds fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do think it's important, by the way, uh, but more than anything I'm like if it is anything like Destiny I mean yeah you're gonna get a fairly you know because there will be production needed for the campaign so you can only put so much into it like you're saying but then it just opens up you know and then what and what's the grind if that's what it is how does it work by the way you get 
multiple Thor's hammers to pick up until they're you good. You get like Iron Man gauntlets and shit like that. It's I weird. think so most it's not of the like drops are, are gear pieces that like go into your your suits. That's what I was going to say. Do you, girt, do you get girt, Do you get materials or do you actually get like things Kevin, to put can on? You, I didn't bring my computer. I'm an yeah, asshole. I'm sorry. Like, if you go to the Avengers that, that's the part I play about. Avengers on Twitter they've been putting up videos and there's a video that we uh, the one we saw of them like scrolling over and it mm. literally is Destiny UI. Of them like scrolling over with the circle cursor, like armor and yeah, stuff. Exactly and, yeah, exactly. Because I would have assumed that like you got ability points scrolls. and materials and stuff, and that's how you upgrade your tree and and. But yeah, like, don't yeah, you no, just no, no, have no. one suit and thing? And no, you know, well, yeah. you do. Like, you have Hulk, what's you Hulk have a cosmetic a suit. Well, exactly. Jeans? That's one of the. <laughs> that's like why it's a weird thing for this Threads. game to have that kind of shit in it. Like that's when it's like I don't understand how it's gonna play Hulk, out. You've got that's why I wish they would have showed us a little bit of the. You unlock costumes by playing. Costumes are cosmetic only. You get gear. Gear comes with perks. There are going to be gear sets. Yeah, there's a skill system. You level up, get skill points. What's gear? I don't hairdo? Really, shorts? I don't understand. <laughs> purple, purple fingernails? Shorts. Your fingernails ah, sorry, are Sorry, that wasn't good enough. That's, yeah, on, that's on me, Your questions you. here are the thing that concern me overall yeah. the most, where it's just like, what would I want from an Avengers game from Crystal Dynamics? I would want a Tomb Raider game. That's what and I that's, want. And that's my thing. Is like you ask, what, what do you want from an Avengers Crystal Dynamics game? You are not getting it. I, exactly. Period. But then, statement. but then there's another question I have, which is like, okay, cool. It's Destiny-like. It's like this games and service. It's all this stuff. I'm not into those games. If there's anything that can get me into those games, it's the fucking Avengers. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's like, at what point is it going to be the definitive thing that's going to do that? Or where it's just kind of trying everything and not succeeding at either. Yeah. And like, that's the biggest worry I have. The the one kind of thing that I'm taking a little bit of comfort in is that Scott made a point in his presentation to say, we've seen a lot of live service games come and go since we started production on this title. We've had a lot to look at and a lot to learn from and we're trying to look at what everybody else is doing and bring some of those best practices into how we're developing the live service aspect of this game because you know, they started development on this game probably five years ago. And so they've been able to see Destiny run from start until now. You know, they've been able to see Rainbow Six and all of these other games, right, that are live service games and go, how do we take the best of what's out there right now and adapt it to the project that we're working on? I think we That's all late, would have preferred if this was just a single player experience. Yeah. Fuck yes. Right? But you like that, I get why that feels wrong or, or foreign for the DNA of the Avengers, right? Like it's a team thing. Like they're a group, and so the idea of playing co-op would also be really fun. And like having to do that does seem challenging. And they're trying to wrestle with how the best way to do that. I like I've said on Twitter because I've been getting a lot of shit for for you? defending the Avengers. They're like, oh, she's just shilling Square again. Because yes, of course, I worked with Square at PAX. Oh my god, um, shill. But I was just I like, can't believe it. my thing is, I was like, I'm like, I'm Man, like you, you Tim. I love the Avengers. I want this to be great. I want this to be amazing. I love what Crystal Dynamics has done. I think that they can nail this. They just need to really you know, tread carefully with their partnership with Marvel and go, how is this tug of war between honoring Marvel lore and this crazy history with all these characters and also getting the gameplay right? That's yeah. going to be the challenge for them. Yeah. Yeah, I think for what it's worth, like the the easy answer would be to do what you said is take the Tomb Raider formula, somehow get some co-op and singular experience. And by the way, it was great. I platinum it. I'm done. But I do like, and it's very hard to do. I don't think many people have done it right. I've liked where modern games have taken these evolving games as a service. And it doesn't even have to be a game as a service. I look at a game like Control, which I don't know if we'll talk about it again <laughs> today, but like 
did having mods and like upgrade paths and not that games like God of War don't have this and stuff, but like there's something to grinding for that stuff yeah. and and certainly in a shared world and showing off what you've got and actually. I think it's very hard to do that, but the fact they're trying to do it is very interesting to me. We just haven't seen, because you guys played the uh, the introduction, basically, from what I can hear. Mm -hmm. That's a, not a great way to show it I off, know. unfortunately. And that's the thing is, I it, what, so they're holding after, back. Leaving it after playing PAX, right? I think I, the one guy I didn't call out is Cap. I love playing his Cap. I thought Cap was, was a lot of fun. The Throwing the shield, fun, yeah. slamming people down, awesome. But he's dead. I know, we'll never play as him again, obviously. It's <laughs> the idea that I didn't come away, and I can't tell you why it's great. There's no, like, what was amazing about it, right? Mm -hmm. However, I'm still excited for it. I still liked what I played. I still want to see more. I'm still cautiously optimistic. I just worry, is it a game? And this is so, literally, I've had the little ice cream, the, like the little spoon they give you yeah, for yeah, a sample. Yeah. And then I saw a video presentation. It's like, awesome. Is this able to get out of the 7-5? And not that that matters. Yeah. Swimming in seven. You said you're cautiously optimistic. I feel like I'm cautiously pessimistic. Yeah, about it. And I want I feel to like, be optimistic. I feel like at the very least, I'd have fun with this game through the story mode. But this—that's Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I whoa, this, fuck this you, is sir. The fucking Avengers. Fuck you, sir. <laughs> Marvel Ultimate saying. Alliance is way more fun beyond the story mode. I'm on my third well, playthrough of it right okay. now. All right. So you're telling me it's even better than that's scary. Yes, I'm telling you. I mean, I again, a small ice cream scoop yeah. versus the sixty hours I put in Ultimate Alliance three. Yeah. Like we yeah. haven't played this game yet. Like, but I, I love the speculation. Yeah, I I will try to actually. I might. Go, what's the next game we're talking about? Gears Five. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my computer. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and be part of the conversation. But I want to try to find the screenshot I'm talking about because okay. it is Destiny's UI down to the banner on the character's fucking name. Interesting. I'll be back. Get a, get a paper and a permanent marker Fuck for something, you. maybe. <laughs> Andrea. Yes, Tim. You and I have been playing Gears Five. Oh, and you too. Yeah, right. I a few hours. Yeah. yeah. How far are you into it? Um, I'm still in Act One, so okay. I'm just in the beginning. Uh, I can't remember which chapter I'm on, but um, just started it. Obviously, been busy with life shit and been out of town, and I'm cannot wait to keep diving into the story and to get into horde mode uh, with some friends. I, just booting up the game, blown away by how beautiful this is on Xbox One X. Just the graphics are High phenomenal. Beautiful engine. Um, the team at the Coalition did a great job. So far, everything I've been playing is great. The The VO work is awesome. I really love this, where the story is going. I actually really enjoyed the story of 4 and the new characters they brought in. Obviously, it's not wasn't the the best in the Gears franchise, for my personal opinion, but I thought they did some really interesting things, and I like where they're going with this one. And I just, I just really enjoy um, the Gears gameplay. I think the gunplay is super satisfying. Is it innovative? Not really, but it's polished. And if you're not going to do something dramatically different, the polish has to be perfect. And I haven't run into any snags yet. Brian. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played Gears seriously in a while. I feel like I've dove into all the main campaigns, like, just a little bit. But this is the first one that I've dove into in a while. I'd say that if it was like, oh, man. Like, I really want to play this, and I really want to play it co-op. I haven't had the chance. Have you guys? No. No, yeah. I've been playing so it solo. That, that, above all, I think it's really designed well they for that. They recommend you play co-op, yeah. three players. Yeah. The AI does a pretty good job of picking up super fast, which I like. It's like, actually, no... No friction. It's so fast. You're like, eh, it seems almost unfair, but frankly, it's not. Turn annoying. the difficulty up. Yeah. No. Uh, I forget. I normally would play it on harder, and I maybe actually. I think. I think I am probably. If whatever you can turn it up to, that's not insane. I'm playing it. The it harder. does get more difficult. So I love. I love pretty that. quickly. But the production value on just. Uh, by the way, I think it's on real engines. When I said 
good engine. What I meant was the use of it and the implementation. I mean, it is smooth. And I'm playing on PC, but I imagine on Xbox One X, if not even the Xbox um, One in general. It's, it's, it runs great. It looks amazing. So it's a very cinematic feel. <coughs> uh, but what I like you know, probably the most is just, yeah, the moment-to-moment gameplay. Like, feels really good sticking into you know the old duck and cover, which is an old mechanic, but it feels good. Your weapons feel good. Your nades feel good. The inventiveness of the weapons and just... You know, when you hit enemies and the way they explode, like those are all the little things that matter. You know, like you're saying, how did it feel when the camera angle was on Thor and it came back to you? And if the camera's too far and the way that it shakes and all this stuff really matters, I feel like they nailed all of this and the particles in the atmosphere, you know, in it. So, so far, super stoked. Um, it, it also didn't feel cheesy. I know Gears in the past could feel cheesy, but so far it just feels really cinematic and, and tons of fun. I can't wait to play a co-op. It's going to be down the road after some other games. Yeah. I, I am not a Gears guy yeah. at all. The previous ones never have really grabbed Yeah, I'm me. surprised you're playing this, yeah. actually. Even shooters, I don't hear I'm you talk about I'm at the very often. end of this game. Oh, wow. exciting. I fucking love it. I cannot believe how polished this game is, how great it feels, how perfectly paced the entire campaign mm-hmm. has been. Like, I can't wait to, to finish it off and the entire... Every single step of the way, I feel like when I want to be fighting someone, I am. When I want to take a break and like kind of get some story missions, I am. When I want something crazy and unique to happen, it just gives it to me. Like I Give love that this game reminds me so much drag, of huh? a mix of Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy, where I know that I'm missing a lot story-wise by not uh, knowing every single thing in the past. Like we all often talk about how Uncharted 4 is so great, but... It really relies on the like pulling the heartstring moments of the first three to like hit you. Lost Legacy, I feel like, is a lot more condensed, um, and obviously it's a lot more condensed. But um, it kind of has those big moments where you hit the open world areas, and it's not quite open world like Horizon, where it's like go anywhere. But it's like you're in a bigger space than you're typically used to in this uh, kind of linear style game for mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. This game kind of perfectly balances. Okay, you're in a hallway that you're just trying to like go through and mow people down. You're in the monster closet. Now you're in a bigger area that you kind of get to explore, but it's not overwhelming. But there are side quests if you want them, but you don't need to do them. But if you do I them, haven't even got to there it's going to be cool and fun. Cool. It's like, that stuff's great, but what I really, really appreciate is in addition to those things, which I feel are pretty typical of these type of games, um, is the addition of moments where you're kind of just walking and you're not pulling your gun up. Like, it reminds me a lot of, like, the... I don't even want to spoil it for people that haven't played mm-hmm. the Lost Legacy part yet, but there's one moment where, like, oh, come on. cinematic stuff like, happens. Kind of you haven't, if you haven't Wait. played Lost Legacy yet, Uncharted? There's, like, oh. the elephant moment yeah. is, is so great, and it just changes the gameplay up so much where you're kind of... You're still in control and you're going, but you're just taking in how cinematic it all is and the story, and this game has about four or five moments like that. <laughs> They're, like, you're walking through towns, you're, like, going through areas where... You're taking it all in, and I'm like, I don't know these characters. I don't know their backstory, but this game's doing such a good job of telling me and explaining their connections and all this where I'm like, I care. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, the cinematic direction's really good. And um, But also the writing. I think yeah. it's like they did a really good job of knowing that this game is going to be a lot of people's first Gears game and uh, kind of just being like, hey, we're going to make this for the fans, but also make it really clear, make it easy to understand, tight story. Uh, from beginning to end that matters by itself without the context of the others and anything that you need to know. I mean, this literally starts on a previously on Gears and I feel like yeah, it, that yeah, does yeah. a good job That's of just right. being like, here's what you really need to know. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it to it. Crazy. But it moves on fast. 
Um, but what I think is brilliant about that is, and I think the most important about this game, the most important thing about this game is that it is the definition to me of what Xbox Game Pass is capable of. This is the first yeah. time we've seen Xbox Studio Game Studios come out and be like, yeah, I can't believe it's hey, Game Pass. We like, actually have something that is that is a triple A AAA, great critically acclaimed title. They did see if these before, if they had Crackdown, they had all these things where it's like, cool, a bit more niche, whatever. This is one of their premier franchises that people can get for a dollar a month, two dollars a month with all their deals that they have. Yeah, to start, it's crazy. That's a good point. Insane. And I feel like it's just such a good value. And uh, it, but they didn't change the way the game is designed from a gameplay or from production standpoint. To kind of adapt to that, but I do feel it's like just a game. They, it's just the game. It's it's a gears game, but yeah. I feel like they changed it from the perspective of understanding that that's going to bring a lot of new people in. Yeah, eight. and I think that that is the key to Xbox's success in the future. When Halo Infinite comes out, it better be an amazing game for Halo fans and an amazing game for mm. new new mm. players. Mm. And like they got I me with gears, like that's that is crazy. They got Tim Gettys mm. with Gears yeah. Five. Yeah, you know? I would have never thought. Yeah, that it's, be it's high up on my game of the year list so far, based on campaign only. Like it's. It's a great time, and you said that it lacks innovation. Play a little bit longer. The mm-hmm. the one thing that I want to want to talk about that I think is amazing, and anytime a game can nail this to me, I'm like, I really want to give it credit. Is there's a, a vehicle in it? You get the skiff eventually, mm-hmm. where you kind of have this like sail. You're on this like like uh, I think motor I've seen thing, tr- something of. trailer or something from. And it. it's how you get a, around the the larger areas. Um, for for making sure that it doesn't feel like oh, I just need to get over there, but right. it's going to take forever. A to B, like, a to B. But it's also not fast travel. It's like you're still going through these beautiful areas, getting the lore as the characters talk to each other. It's like the God of War robot, but it feels unique. Yeah, it is like the God of War uh, robot, but the way Waker. that it controls feels good. Really? And anytime something feels good in a yeah. game, it's like oh my god, Spider Man swinging. We talk about the Leviathan. We talk about like the oh, War Dog in Halo. It's so complicated, but the moment you get it, the moment it clicks. You're like, oh my god! I love the way that it bounces, and you get mm-hmm. the physics of it. This is the same thing, and I haven't experienced that with a vehicle in a game in ten years. Like, I don't know. It's like wow. it, playing through it. I'm like, it, it feels there's a learning that curve. unique. That's really yeah. Cool. It was horses and red did for me was the last thing that felt mm-hmm. like really, really well done. Yeah, but it's just it's interesting because like you play it and maybe for the first minute I was just like, oh my god, I, I don't get this, and I don't really understand how the sales going. The moment that it clicks, it's just like, holy crap, they did something new. Like that's, that's really really cool, and it's fun to do. Obviously, it's that's fun. what changes it. Yeah, you know? story's cool. Just Guns are cool. Going Feels good. How's mm-hmm. Rahul Coley? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, voice acting obviously great. Rahul is fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. He's such an asshole. His character Bob, <laughs> just like is, real life, is not like real life at all. And like it, that's what really kind of surprised me. And like his kind of character and his story is uh, really interesting. And and seeing how they all kind of work with the different characters. There's some like truly shocking moments for me in this game. Like really? characters die and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like I liked them so much. Like that sucks. Um but it, they also it? die at the the right time. It's gonna be about ten hours. Okay. Maybe oh, maybe eight or 15. nine. Yeah. No, definitely not. Okay. It's you're in your menus too much. Yeah. It's a uh, four me, four acts total. There's no menus. Okay. Each act has like uh, four or five chapters. Settings. Except for the last one. Um uh, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That's dope. Yeah, the final uh, act I'm in is shorter, but it's more. That's awesome. Bob, that's not done. You're pretty sure you're done, though. Nearly. I, I, well, I know I'm near the end. Well, okay. there's yeah. also, like, a ton of collectibles that, you know, a lot of people forget yeah. about in the Gears campaigns. Um, it's funny, because, like, uh, even in the first chapter, I'm walking through being like, I bet you if I go over there, I'm going to find... I'm gonna find like a cog tag or something, and I'm just like, not this playthrough. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do that on another. <laughs> I, 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 I got too much. I got too much to do. That. But 
Um, it's also worth noting too that just like if you haven't played Gears before, especially with this one, but just the way that you can play the style of which guns you're using and you want to play up close, you want, it's quite different. I mean, they got everything from, you know, you can go pull a turret off of, you know, it's tripod and like take it into battle and those really super heavy guns. And then they have um, your skill of your robot and stuff as well, uh, which is a really neat addition. Yeah, so there's this, you have little robot friends um, that kind of change throughout the game, but they have different abilities that they can go and, and stun people. Um, so you can fuck them up or they yeah, can go and kind of distract others tree, or yeah. And then they have these ability trees, but it's like when, when I first saw that, I was like, Oh God, here we go. Oh, like, no, this I is going to be, this is, <laughs> yeah, it's a frantic, Very frantic. not a tip. Yeah. But it's like, you get the skill points at such a, a good clip. The best thing about the game is the pace. It never lets up of making you feel like you're doing something right and, and rewarding you for, for playing and I, I love it. I love that yeah. element of it so much. I think and it's the, such a great hallmark of a of an action adventure versus an RPG because the RPGs intentionally slow you down for the grind, which can be really frustrating. But this game just like it's like no, we want you to have fun the whole time. We want you to feel powerful. We want mm-hmm. you to, to to keep going and we want you to be interested in things that are happening and not kind of forget of like wait why am I going there? Mm-hmm. And that this game never lets you do that, uh, but it keeps you satisfied as you're going through and there's. There's set pieces, and and I want to talk about one in particular that is really early on in the game, so it's not spoiling much. But there's this moment where you're you're going through this really f- like fucked up city, and you end up in a theater. And I wonder if you're, this might be the moment I was going to bring up. Yeah. So you're you're in this theater, and like outside is fucking chaos. You're waiting for a ship to come and, and pick you guys up. Like you know, we got to get off this planet. Like we are we're so screwed. And you're in this theater, kind of going around, and all the lights are off in the theater. Like yeah. the electricity's out. And then all of a sudden, like, you have to um, turn electricity on to open a door that allow you to go out and the ship's going to pick you up. But when you hit the switch, all of a sudden the stage lights turn on, music starts playing. Okay, wait, I didn't do that. And you're in this this theater, and it, like, wakes up the, the locusts and stuff. They all come start running at you, and you're on this stage that's in, inspired by the, the Hamilton play. <laughs> and it's like, there's music that's inspired by Hamilton. Xavier Woods tweeted this out, and I don't know Hamilton, but he's like, I see you, and I watch, and I'm like, if I, I don't get this reference, but yeah. I know this is cool. And and the uh, like the the stage is spinning around and like like there's all this stuff happening as you're fighting this like boss. That's and cool. The music all of a sudden is not like just the low orchestral score right. of gears. It's like this cool right. fun stuff. So there's like contrast. DJ lights going off as you're fighting, and I'm like I'm playing on Xbox One X, so it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but it was just such a fuck yeah moment, and like That's there's cool. a couple of those in the game and. Like, yeah, I'm just sounds fun. very surprised yeah. at how, how amazing this game gotcha. is. Gotcha. Yeah, it's the one I was thinking of. I put a Man, clip guys, on my Twitter. What's going on? Is this on? Xavier's video? Uh, yeah, sorry. I no, put do a, you want to show it to him? Can we, can we, is this, this is what we're talking about, right? Wait, is this a spoiler, mm-hmm. though? I, I mean, this is kind of spoiler. Right? Okay, then away. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Actually, don't the don't game is out like two days ago. Yeah. I don't want to see Everybody had an ultimate edition. You can look away. It's not a huge one. I'm super sensitive to him, so I'd look away a bit. Anyway, I wouldn't show no. it. It's too soon. It's too soon. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> I mean, even you can, explaining the battle kind of makes me be like, oh man, right. I wish I could have just experienced but that without you telling the, me about this it. Is but the, this is the nice part about it, though. Me, whether, whatever you think, the safest thing is probably don't show. And you can go to what Xavier Woods Twitter, find it very easily. I'm sure you, you can find it if you want it. Xavier Woods PhD, put some respect. Yeah, on give it. him a follow. So, uh, what I was going to say is, it was super minor, but early in the game, there's so many diverse set pieces, and that's what I want to bring up. And I got into some area, and yeah, it was like a little flooded, and it was lights were really dark, and it's the first time you encounter these like half organic robot thingies, whatever they are, with the big red oh, yeah. light. Anyway, 
just the enemy type Ultron looking motherfucker popped up out of nowhere and started chasing me down and it was beautiful chased me into this dark watery hallway and I couldn't see in the lights you know the red lights and beams going into the hallway it was just the vibe of the game and the fact that it's not all gray and gra- brown and green which I think it's easy to picture gears and you're like oh that's kind of what it looks like it's bloody and it's yeah. black and brown yeah. and it's not it's very diverse set pieces as far as I found it just keeps putting you Absolutely. into somewhere interesting like you're describing um I just want to say, by the way, most spoilers are only spoilers when people say they're spoilers. Otherwise, they're not. Uh, if some people, people don't call you out, then no one would have said it. Some anything. people, are, not, you're right. That's you're right. not how that works, Tim. It 100 percent is. Well, and you can look at the history of the shows reality and you'll is see that it a is spoiler is only a spoiler to people that it's a spoiler for. What I mean by that is, it, you're gonna argue about it because, like, it's different. Like for me, it, it is a spoiler, but for you, it's not. You know what I mean? Like. Whatever. The fact that you played as Play those characters safe, in Avengers. That's a spoiler. Well, in other words, what I like to bring up, there, maybe only 5% of your audience finds a spoiler. I personally like to protect those 5%. And it's not a big deal because it's only 5% of your audience, mm-hmm. but how much do you care about them? About That's all I'm saying. Anyway, but I, did, I think that you telling the story was pertinent for you to express how impressed you were with the job that the coalition has done, right? Mm-hmm. I just didn't think we needed to go the step further and show it. Yeah. Right? That's all. Anyway, if you guys want to debate that, cool. But I, all I want to bring up, too, is if I didn't, is the fact that this is also cross-buy and cross-play is also crazy good for Games Pass. But, like, if you buy it, right, you own it on, you can play it on PC. PC you can yeah. play it on Xbox One X or and, Xbox One. And the Gears performance stuff on PC is utterly insane. Yeah, it's where beautiful, the ultra man. ultra-wide modern Oh, support. I haven't played it in that. I bet you insane. that's dope. It's beautiful on uh, PC, but the fact that you can cross-play too, right? You can play, um, right? I believe when you hop into, yeah, I believe. But I got it on Xbox or I got it on PC just to see it on my ultra wide monitor. It's freaking insane. I'm I'm pretty sure, like you're playing on Xbox, I'm on PC. We can play, and also I own it on both, so I could also hop to my Xbox, go to my TV. It's a crazy value. So, really job well done. And you said game of the year contender, huh? Wow, one of my game of the years. Yeah. Games of the year. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I still think RE2 is yeah. about. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, very impressed. Can't wait. Can to I throw out. one thing out? Uh, first do. off, the UI not released yet, so you have to take my word on it. That looks okay. like Destiny's. You remember? You, I'm not mm-hmm. wrong, right? You saw. It. You're oh. a big Destiny player. I the, don't. The circular leaked. thing moving around, like to maybe select. I don't remember this specific thing exactly. I okay. probably would have noticed it if it looked like menu? Destiny. Yeah, it was, it was the gear stuff so when they were showing us the gear stuff at the end of like gauntlets and shit. Gear on the right and left. Well, you know, it's like they had like you know they're selecting the Iron Man gauntlet and like it had the circle and had the banner appear with the name. Maybe just the matter. inventory sounds like it might be like. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because meaning, just for when you said it, I was picturing Hulk in the middle and no, p- no, pieces it's not of that. gear it's not with that. My an apologies. emblem up top. My okay, but it sounds like there's square items or something. Yeah, that you're yeah, selecting, you're moving your things over and there. And it's got like a similar feel to it. Which, yeah. You know, for those types of games, wouldn't surprise me. And again, long from being finished. Yeah. Before we talk about our next May, game. May 15th, 2020, I think. Yes, that's right. Let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode of Kind of Funny Gamescast is brought to you by Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. Uh, Upstart really could have helped Greg Miller out when he was making his uh, travels over to San Francisco for the first time from over by Chicago uh, many, many moons ago. Um, But Upstart Upstart wasn't around then, so he didn't get the help that he needed. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. They make it fast, simple, and easy 
to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. And the best part is once the loan is approved, Next business day, you're set to go. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or to make a large purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. You can do that and see why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot by going to upstart.com slash kind of funny to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate is only uh, going to take you a couple minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kind of funny. And also shout out to Hims. You've heard Andy talk about it. You've heard Nick talk about it. You've heard us talk about Andy and Nick talking about it for so very long, but 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. They knew that. So they were like, we got to figure this out before it gets too late. Uh, the hairline slowly starting to move backwards is a bad thing. The moment you start seeing that it might be too late. You would have been much better off by going to Hims, checking them out. Um, Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Uh, there's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are all prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was created by a guy who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person, and this really makes all that stuff perfect and easier. Uh, listeners, you guys can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last and subject to doctor's approval. Uh, you can see the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. You can go to forhims.com slash kinda. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash kinda. Forhims.com slash kinda. Now, Andrea. Yes. I want to talk about Fran, can you say the name of this? What? Creature in the Will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I said it earlier, and I don't know and why. And it got me. Now made me laugh. Like, I guess I have to say it. <laughs> so, Andy talked a little bit about this uh, a couple weeks ago, but what are your impressions on Creature of the Well? <laughs> so, I 100%ed it last Ooh. night. Ooh. Really? Yeah. yeah. 100% of this game. Um, are you flipping out? Uh, flipping out, what do you mean? Kind of, you know, pinball flips. Uh, yeah. Fred loves pinball, if you didn't know. Uh, That's a real thing. <laughs> oh, it's the mechanic that attracted me to this game, and I've been playing on my Switch. Um, Pop Agenda, of course, gave me the code. Um, my thanks. wife is a co-founder of Pop Agenda. Thanks, yep. thanks Jen. Um, and, um, but it's only fourteen ninety nine, so it's a very affordable game. It's uh, relatively short. It's like five to six hours, I would guess. How long did it take you to 100%? Um, well, what I didn't realize, I thought it was minutes counted in what I posted, but somebody told me it's hours and that it counts it when your system is in sleep mode. Mm, yeah. So yeah, if you have that. the game suspended, but it's that. in sleep mode, it counts it. So I guess I do have 201 hours that I wow. had suspended. <laughs> what a gameplay so experience. Well, because I've been playing it on the on the airplanes as I've been flying for the last couple of weeks. So um, I took it home to Fargo with me. I took it to PAX. And so I've just been playing it on the airplanes. And it's, I really loved it. Um, it, ha it kind of has a couple missteps, but overall... It was such a fun game that I just I felt compelled to completely finish it. And the really challenging part that I had um, is that the the final gauntlet kind of ramped up pretty spectacularly in difficulty. And so I kind of went through each of the levels. So for people who aren't familiar with the game, you play as a, a robot engineer called Botsy. 
and you you <laughs> kind of just like wake up in this sandstorm, don't really know who you are, where you're going. And you uh, follow this path to this mountain where you go inside and you meet this like Philip Frog guy who's like mopping the floor and you're like, oh, I've got to go in and, and try to figure out what's happening because the storm is right. surrounding this town. Like, and well, I don't the really idea is that this creature has taken over the the machine that keeps the storm at bay. And so you have to beat the creature back to turn the machine back on to clear the storm from the town, like free the people. That's like the general right. premise. And so you get little tidbits of lore throughout each of the dungeons. So it's essentially like a dungeon crawler in that, in that sense, top down. The art style is super cool. It's kind of got this like, I don't want to call it cell shaded. Yeah, it's like hand drawn, like um, almost comic booky in a way. Like um, I really like it. It's, it's a super cool looking game, and the music is really nice too because you're in some of these dungeons quite a bit as you're going through some of these puzzles. But the basic mechanic is that you have a, a weapon that hits the the pinballs, and then there's a variety of different bumpers and things that make up the puzzles. So you have a charge weapon and. Uh, slice weapon I can't remember the power weapon I have to remember what the other name of the other type is and so one essentially pulls energy from the ball and then you can shoot the ball and then the energy fills all the bumpers and things in the puzzles Mm. and then they add different mechanics with each dungeon that you unlock and then each dungeon kind of has a theme where all the puzzle rooms kind of use the same mechanics you get to build on your um, expertise as you go along so it was really rewarding in that sense that I felt like I was getting more powerful upgrading my botsy finding you know hidden paths with better weapons and so I felt like I was more prepared as I went along and then there were times there's a point in the game where it unlocks like three dungeons at the same time and you're you don't know which one you're supposed to go into I guess if you look at the overall map you can kind of deduct like which one you should have gone into first but I didn't do that I was just like oh I'm gonna go into that one like Leroy Jenkins (laughs) (laughs) pretty much and I went in there and I immediately noped right out of it because I walked in and I was like I am not ready for this there was way too many obstacles I was like I'm gonna die immediately um, and turn around and walk back and so I, I like the balance that the game presents with challenge I never felt overwhelmed. I felt pleasantly challenged where I'm like, I can figure this out. I can do this. There's somebody somewhere has figured this out and I can do it too. And it's rare that I come across a puzzle game that strikes that balance so pleasantly because a lot of times it's like rage quit inducing it's like this is too hard I don't want to look up a walkthrough I'm just done and I well, especially because it's like an action puzzle game yeah. right exactly so it's like even sometimes when you figure out what the puzzle is like you have to execute executing it. sorry like I only played it at a at GDC but right I, I mean that. I think that's what Cuphead really was right like it's this action puzzle game where you have to kind of memorize these patterns and it's like even if you know the patterns that the boss does it's you have to execute it yeah and that's like the challenging part and rewarding part for players or the incredibly frustrating part for players and and so I really liked how it ramped up and how you can go back Um, they do give you the option if you have enough energy from grinding certain puzzles and not passing it that you can still unlock new areas if you're like listen this puzzle just has me right now. I'm not going to complete it. You can skip some of them and keep progressing forward. And then mm. you can come back and unlock it later when you feel either like a little bit more confident or you're more powered up or you have a different weapon. You think that will be better. And I like that it gives you the ability to do it. I wouldn't call it Metroidvania in that sense because it didn't feel like there was enough exploration to justify that term. But it does feel like they intentionally made certain puzzles hard in order for you to 
leave it and then come back. Cool. Unless you were just like your, you know, your Twitch reflexes are off the charts and you got it on your first try. Good for you. Um, the only misstep that I'm kind of like left with like a oh, man, that kind of sucks is that they build up this really cool narrative with this creature, with Botsy and who the engineers are, who these people in this town are, what are you even doing here? And then they kind of just like leave it hanging Huh. at the end. There's like a resolution, which I'm not going to spoil for anybody, but there's also like this, but I wanted more. Mm. Like I wanted to like do all of these different things that I can't really explain without spoiling the end of the game. But I was like, oh God, I was so in love with this game. And then you kind of just like, oh, that's, that's it. That's, that's how, that's how it ends. Wait, was it the story element or that you wanted to get play more to finish it? Well, I mean, I obviously would love to play more, but I mean, this is a super small team. Um, Yeah, but the story side specifically kind of just like left me wanting more. Not in like a, a oh, this was so good. I can't wait. This was like a, you didn't, it didn't feel resolved enough for me. Um, and I had even tweeted to um, Balran, I think his name is, one of the two guys in flight Bo. school. Bo? It's Adam and Bo. Because um, he had responded to me because they had this cool graphic that they were going around showing that never I never saw in the game. Like this like gameplay clip that they used in their promotional materials in the trailer um, that I never ran into. And I was really looking forward to coming across this moment in the game and then it just never happened. What was their excuse? Um, actually, Cowards. I don't know if he's responded to me. It's hard because like... Dodging you. Now it's under all of the mentions from Games Daily today, but yeah. I'll try to find it. But overall, I thought this game was super fun. I loved playing it. I loved going after the, the, the collectibles. I loved getting all the secret rooms. And the, the pinball mechanics were super fun. And the, the takeaway I have is... It gave me that sense of accomplishment that I got from Celeste. Walking in going, this is going to be so hard, this specific room. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to pass it. Mm. Because it is that you, you screw up, you die, you go all the way back to the beginning, yes. and you have to do it again. And I am happy to say that it, it rewards you enough that you can do it, and you can get through it, and it's not impossible. So it, it was really fun. And it's like I said, it's only 15 bucks, and it's on Xbox, Switch, and PC, I believe. So, sounds right. Real yeah. quick, before you guys move on, I've also played most of this game. Mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy it, which is funny because at first, I like starting the game. I was like, "Oh, this is dumb. I don't like these mechanics." And then, like an hour in, I was just <laughs> like, "God, this is a lot of fun." Um, but like that last little, the last boss fight. Yeah. When, when you have to go and like fight all these, like there's, you have to make like the, a walkway. The little fire things, you mean? No, like the the walkway thing that you have to open up. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And like before you go into the last, uh, what I'm assuming is the last battle. There's uh, like a bunch of rooms in there. Spoilers. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not easy. Uh, you're on, do you're it. on Switch? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Switch. Yeah, so I played like this. That made it way, like, that's way harder than. It, no, and it did. And yeah. I got really, and I was talking to, to you about this. I was like. I got to that last gauntlet and it felt like the difficulty spiked really abnormally. Yeah. Like I felt like it had a really nice cadence of like, this is harder, this is harder, this is harder. And then you were progressing and it felt like, you know, a normal, but then the, the, the final battle just like was off the charts. I probably spent a third of my total time playing this game, just doing the final boss fight. Oh wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're also really good. Like I've, I've definitely been playing, for more than five hours. <laughs> Kevin, you're the GoPro. You're the GoPro. You'll get it. You'll get there, Kev. 
So you anyway, will. you hundred percent in this game. Hundred percent in it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great. How yeah. close <laughs> are you to hundred percenting Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three? Let me tell you, uh, Tim Gettys. I've been on a lot of planes. Pax. Yeah. Dallas. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Oh, yeah. SF in between there. You know what I mean? Every time I sit down, I turn that fucking switch on. I'm like, ooh, astral chain. Oh, creature in the well. And then I'm like, you know what else would be fun? Grinding the same room over and over again in Marvel Ultimate Alliance trying to get my entire roster to 100. Uh, I'm having a great time. Yeah. What a fucking game that thing is. You know what I mean? How much do you have left, do you think, till you hit that? Oh, my God. So much. I mean, like, I have multiple characters at 100. Okay. That's not it. But the goal is getting all of them at 100? And then, yeah, doing all the uh, infinity rifts and finishing off the final hardest difficulty. Yeah. yeah. The hardest difficulty, not bad. The infinity rifts, I'm going to need to find select users from the kind of funny best friend community that also have 100 uh, characters because the AI is just too dumb to help you out in some of the scenarios. Mm. I need, it'll be easier with people. But I'm just sitting there grinding, man. Did that entire flight back the from grind. Chicago. Delays, no big deal. Just sitting there, just grinding, using that switch, uh, the switch fix. Sitting there with my pro controller, doing it. You gotta get that Spider-Man black suit. It's up there in the hundreds. You gotta get up there. You gotta do it. <laughs> You're addicted. Yeah, I am addicted. I just uh, like it I'm reminds addicted. me a lot of you with the Smash Spirits. The Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers 5.0 dropped. Not gonna go too long. Just as long as you did there. Um, the Sakurai came out last week. Talked about after the direct. Ran through Banjo. Banjo's out. You mean you played a yeah. little bit. Super fun character, obviously. Yeah. Really awesome to see Banjo uh, along everybody with the music and the stages and all that stuff. Um, Is it but Spiral think, Mountain? Yeah, Spiral Mountain. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the cool stuff, like they added home run contest back to the game, mm-hmm. which now makes it pretty complete feature-wise compared to the other ones. Um, it really is the ultimate Smash Brothers game. The most exciting news is they're like, after this DLC pack, there's more coming. Sakurai, yeah. this morning, I uh, actually did an interview with uh, some Japanese magazine. He was just like, I'm not going to stop until it Yeah, because Banjo was the last of the announced no, resident. Well, of, we knew there was, so of the challenger pack, we had five total. He yeah. was number three. Oh, he's so we knew still two by more. February okay. we had two more, but That's they right. announced that even after that we're getting no, more. No, I know, yeah. So they and now today he was just like, we're not going to stop until like somebody yeah. tells me. You yeah, have yeah. To I think they even said they're like, who do you want to see? Right? Like we're we're going to keep cashing keep those going. checks, keep man. Keep going, man. Wow. Keep going. I can't. I can't wait. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, they announced, a great character. They announced Terry uh, coming as well mm-hmm. um, from SNK and all that stuff. Um, but the most important thing to one Tim Gettys besides Banjo being added, they added more spirits, ladies and gentlemen. Did I get them all? Yes, yes, I did. I am now at a hundred. 1,345 spirits. Did one of those spirits that they added require you to play Dragon Quest Eleven? Yeah, what? it did. No way. But they also give you the option of playing the demo. Okay. <laughs> so I downloaded okay. the demo for free, but yeah, still Play for two process. seconds or what you have yeah, to do? That's all you have to do. You get you pretty much your game. So how many hours do you put into Smash right now when you yeah, go to your little thing? No idea. I want no next. Idea. That's your homework. Okay. Next game's cast, I want you to go in your little... I don't think it was that much, honestly. Sounds like oh, total. I want to know like your total hours in Smash Because so my problem with, with that is the majority that I've played of, of Smash, I think, with my friends is across a bunch of people's different No one's going to judge you. Don't worry. We just want to know, are you a real gamer or are you a fake fucking gamer? I have 1,345 spirits, Greg. I've never seen one of them. I've never seen one of them. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Anyway, great time with all of it. I love what they're doing with the DLC. So much love. So much care. Poop grenades. I just think they're the poop grenades. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. I love it. I love you so much. Andy. Are they really throwing around poop grenades? cute little ass over here. Let's talk about some Borderlands. So you can take take my chair for this bit. Okay. We're just doing the Borderlands stuff. We're just talking about Borderlands, Andy. Really? We're talking about Borderlands? I guess so. Yeah, you're hosting. Let's just go home. I dude. <laughs> dude, I just want to go home and play Borderlands, Andy. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a game that took me a while to sort of start up because I just kept finding excuses to like, all right, I want to go to bed early. 
but I I only have this amount of time to play Borderlands, right? And I kind of want to Borderlands like, Three, by the way. Yeah, Borderlands Three. I was, you know, it was one of those nights where I was just like really exhausted. We had done like quite a bit of shows yesterday, and then I started it up, and Ooh. I didn't want the night to end, Greg. I tell you what, man. I did not want the night to end. Yeah. Who did you go? You rolled Flack. I'm Flack. Yeah, who are you? Right. Uh, I rolled. Uh, I put out a poll because I didn't want to Twitch I, superstar I over here, Andy I, I Cortez. Was, I, I'm trying to go for like. <laughs> I wanted to pick the player that not a whole lot of people are picking. See, I like doing that too, but it, it seems like most pretty split. It seems like Mose and Amara were were the lowest in my really? poll that I put up. So I, I rolled Amara, Amara. Sirens, she's gonna be fine. Oh, I rolled here. Amara, yeah. Um, and uh, that was a mistake. No, I'm just kidding. How dare you? That's gonna be my main. Everybody plays Amara. That's the point. Andy. Who'd you roll last night? Zane, of course. Okay, cool. stuck with Zane, man. Yeah, Zane's abilities are really cool. They're awesome. I thought Zane would have been the lowest on this poll. I don't know how many. Uh, let, you know, let's check the poll, Greg. Let's check the Go poll. Ahead. While check Andy it. does that, I'll bring you all up to speed. Of course, uh, yeah, we all started Borderlands Three, except Andrea and Tim last night on PS4. Andrea's yeah. getting ready to move and finishing gears. Uh, yeah, we our Borderlands th- Three PS4 codes came in yesterday. We got those on there. Uh, it's been covered on the show. Obviously, reviews are up oh, all over the place uh, for Borderlands. Uh, we didn't do any official review. For Borderlands, uh, mainly because they sent that weird Epic PC code thing where you had to like not even log in with your real Epic account. Yeah, and use like, a Epic, yeah, account. Yeah, no, thank you. No, you didn't use your Epic account though. You used a different Epic account. You just account. logged in. It's not a big deal. I, I understand that you use the Epic account. You have nothing attached to anything, Fran. You don't care. Creator it's, code, Fran Mirabella. I'm saying that you, you want to have your own fucking profile, your own yes, save you data. Do. Well, you want to carry forward, and I agree. With it. Like yeah. you, you may not carry forward that save data. That's the real news. Which, yeah. whatever, we're lucky to be able to play it early. 100. percent But it sucks for people. But who, luckily, who like fun. we're not the traditional review outlet. And for the record, of course, Fran and I are doing the Borderlands show. Uh, it's kind of funny production going up on. Uh, YouTube.com slash Borderlands Game, Twitch.tv slash Borderlands. Uh, first episode September 18th. We'll talk about that later. Yep. So yeah, we were. I was just like, well, if I'm playing this game for six months at least, I, and with Fran and everybody yeah. else, I want PS4, so I'll wait for retail. And I did, and started it last night as well. Uh, so here's your poll, Kevin. You want to throw that up there? I mean, it's see, I would have thought you would have gone Moe's. I actually, like, of all the. The, I've played with all the Vault Hunters in preview events. I just, hers was like my least favorite gameplay. Most, really? Yeah, most. I just didn't like how the mech felt when you when you, she was in her super and like you, you want to feel powerful and good. And maybe that's because I just hadn't leveled it up enough or what have you. But yeah, um, this like this like stomping around inside the mech, I just. I didn't oh, like kind of like a so lumbering, like a, I, I do understand that you are more protective, but all like everybody was like, Andy, she's she's basically in a Gundam, dude. And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't look like it. It's for a while, like, it's just it's like, a joke. It looks like a, yeah, it also just looks like a mech warrior sort of style mm-hmm. mech, which you know that a lot of people are into mode. Like, well, you go to back. I want to show Andy's character. Andy, to, Andy put out a uh, but, so Amara uh, um, uh, had nineteen yeah. percent of the vote. Look Flack at how good his Amara looks. Are you fucking kidding yeah, so, me right now? Yeah, so, you know, I already That's unlocked gorgeous. one of the different, like, head sort of things. Yeah, yeah, we got the special edition whatever yeah. code from 2K. So, like, it's so got a whole bunch of you can unlock a different head, a different uh, uh, skin or whatever, and then you can Go also you can customize, customize the different colors. First and secondary colors of things as well. Tertiary as well. Yeah. That's traditional. Oh, yeah, that's traditional. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the heads and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I last night got to level 10, and no spoilers, I got on the space ship that you know is going to be your HQ yeah basically what I did is I played through all the stuff Andy and I played for party mode and th- not proving grounds, obviously, and then got into space. There's my flack right you there. You look like a like a Houston Outlaws fan. It's an Overwatch League team. I was trying to make it look more like, uh, <laughs> and cool. I'm aware of that, of course. Don't Very worry. cool. Don't, don't worry about that. I was trying to make it look Mizzou-ish. 
You know what I mean? They don't oh. have the, they don't have a good gold, so I wanted that like. Oh, uh, it just looked green to me. I thought I, it was like yeah, a neon it's, green. you know, it's got. Well, I worked yeah, out. You know what I mean? My remember, tertiary. Remember colors. the episode of Party when we were trying to be Superman and you were just like purple and pink? I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. All right, can we not talk about it? All right, don't worry about it. I'm not good with the colors like you. We can't all yeah, be perfect. I just, I've just been thinking about the game all day. I just want to keep on playing. I I had hit a stopping point. Yeah. And then decided like, well, you know, it's only midnight. Yeah. So of course I went back in there and I got up to like around level eight or so. Yeah. Um, I'm about the, uh, the same area you are. Let's get in there, um, night doggy dog. Let's tear it up. Come on, I can't wait. Yeah, it's the 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 gunplay feels super great. Yeah, um, really does. It I, runs I, great on PlayStation Four. That it's, was my biggest yeah, thing I wanted to throw out. I did. A, I went over. But what? Oh yeah, Pro me too. We all played Pro, right? Uh, PlayStation Four Pro. Yeah, uh, I wanted to do two things on that front. Number one, I had gone over to the kind of funny subreddit and was talking to kids there, and there was a thing about like how weird the review policy was in terms of this whole PC epic thing, or whatever. And I, they were like, "Should we be concerned?" For two different reasons, but the reason that applies here was me being like, "Well, everyone should be concerned." Yeah, like I. It's concerning when you only get one yeah, platform to review late. on, and what's going to happen? Is it is it that something's wrong? Is it because it was an epic deal? Is it because they're just working the last minute, which also isn't great? I turned it on last night, being like, "What's going to happen?" And I was fucking floored how Apparently well it ran. Because there was an epic deal. <laughs> that was once you were going. I yeah. thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah. I guess because this runs amazingly. It ran so great. I was like, there was a long a longer load. I thought in the front where claptrap was like running back and forth between on this on the screen, but like in game when I'd be like, "All right, fast travel me back to the car." It was like you were in the car, and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, that's fucking awesome!" And Tim, Wait. I need you to come here right here. This is important. Come right, right here. I know. Well, let me do this. This is gonna yeah. be two seconds. What I want to do is tell you, I started Borderlands. <laughs> it's like, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. I, I started Borderlands uh, three last night on my PlayStation Four Pro. It's the first game that ever popped up, and it's like, "Do you want to turn on the HDR? Do you want to do all this stuff?" Thank you very much. Thank you very oh, much. Yeah. My Bro, fucking yeah. mad dude. LG OLED. Let's go. Perfect segue, Greg. So fucking Did you beautiful. do performance mode Thank or you. resolution? Uh, I did resolution. Oh, uh, you gotta go performance. Performance, you gotta go performance. Okay. Change it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Only oh, just get like, every frame possible. Wait, 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 hold on. I might have done the performance other Performance is 60 frames. Yeah. And, okay. and it is Whatever. noticeable. I think I did performance. I think like, I did, did performance. I did performance. Because I didn't care about the resolution. I wanted it to run the best. It's interesting, yeah. though, because yeah. I, I did performance. I, I didn't even notice. Depends on I, the kind of game you're playing. I didn't notice the resolution change. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice the resolution really changing. I didn't go back. All no, I noticed is the text. It, no, no, no. You but do notice. Well, remember. I'm not insulting. I'm just saying it's like. No, no, no. But like, I. When I played Red Dead 2 in 4K on Xbox One X, I was like, you could smell this the is horse. crisp as fuck. Yeah. This one, because of the style, style. of game, yeah. because of cell shaded, mm -hmm. because there's not a lot of like bump map textures, it's a lot of just drawn in textures. I didn't notice a huge change in the visual fidelity other, uh, except for the font, or the UI. Mm -hmm. The UI gets crisper, of course, um, which is weird, because a lot of games, whenever, like Control, for example, um, control doesn't run in 4K mm -hmm. on PS4 Pro, but the UI is in 4K. Oh, yeah, interesting. And so the UI looks really, yeah, really crisp, crisp, but the, the gameplay is not. Um, th that is... It looks, it looks great. It looks great in 1080p, and it fucking, you know, with the high frame rate, it's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know what it does with resolution mode versus uh, performance. Sometimes it is a total downgrade, but sometimes, right, the game's real-time... Only when it needs it, it renders it at lower resolution. So, uh, like, who knows? I'm not sure what it's doing. Yeah. Tell us in chat by the time this comes out. But um, it looks right. Yeah. yeah I was fun. super impressed, yeah. you know, me with the frames. And uh, I got to about, yeah, level four because I was uh, streaming for a bit. And then I had internet trouble. I just got back from Texas last night from the Borderlands event and all these canceled flights. Yeah. But 
hopped in, played a level four. I was just really impressed. You got with back how, from the Borderlands event like in June or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. That's how long <laughs> it felt that way, Andy. But yeah, um, I can't. I can't wait to play more. Just feels of course, good. Take yeah. it all with a grain of salt. Like we said, we're doing the Borderlands show or whatever. Yeah. But like, I'm I, not I mean, doing yeah, the but like you're on show. the show. Like I'm not. It looks show. great, guys. Borderlands. Is well, fun. you know, I just always want to put that out there. It's like we talked yeah. about, and we have cool friends there. We've seen yet or whatever. Like if you're listening, if you've made it an hour thirty nine minutes in, if you're a Patreon person, I'm sure you trust us not to be in fucking pockets of anybody. And worth pointing out because we haven't talked about the other thing. Borderlands show, like we said, September eighteenth. But more importantly. Uh, the Borderlands show, the key ingredient, the first thing, uh, what happened with the Borderlands show, right? 2K noticed at E3 uh, that a video they made about people just talking about Borderlands outperformed a lot of other Borderlands content. And like, maybe we should make a Borderlands show. And they said, who makes good podcasts? And they said, oh, kind of funny. And who likes Borderlands? Oh, kind of funny. And they approached us. And the first question I had for them when they wanted us to do it was like, cool, you know we get to say whatever the fuck we want. And they're like, oh yeah, totally. So like, I, I know again, grain of salt, you, you believe what you want to believe, but like, if, Rand, if it ran like shit, we were going to say it ran like shit. And yeah. if it was going to be, the, if, uh, we'd say it on the show. We'd ask Paul Sage about it, all these different things. I'll say one thing I, um, one immediate thing I definitely don't like about Andy, it that I even noticed. You're not allowed to say things. That that I, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for answer. <laughs> I, even Andy, noticed that, I even noticed it during the party mode. It was like, I hate when it's dark and the enemies are so hard to see. Mm. When, For example, when I play Apex, every enemy has a different shader on them where they are not accepting the world's lighting. They are a little bit more lit up to kind of make them more noticeable. Mm-mm. In the game, the enemies, if you're in a dark area, it's like, I don't, I have to look at my radar to see who the, where am I being shot from? You no, know, okay. it's really, I, really hard. You're playing the computer monitor though, right? No, I'm playing on my, I have oh, a 4K. Oh, TV? Yeah. Okay. For me, did you get to, you remember the VR mission we did in the party mode? Yeah, I skipped that this time because I, I did fucking it, hate it. I did it again. I'm like, oh, I still hate this. It like yeah. hurts my eyes. <laughs> it, I, I mentioned it. I'm editing the episode right now when we recorded it like several weeks ago, maybe yeah. a month ago. And at the end of it, I was like, I, I got to, we got to end this mission because my eyes hurt. And I got to that part last night. I was like, I'm skipping this shit because I, yeah. it, you're essentially in a VR so mode and no, no, no. You're in VR mode, and it, there's like CRT scans, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, scan lines popping up, and everything's kind of blue, and there's all this weird shit. Yeah, and it it just physically hurts to look at. Like I'm, yeah. I was squinting the oh, whole wow. time. But yeah, night one in the books, like I'm so in. It's oh doing exactly God, yeah. what I want. I can't wait to play all weekend. Yeah, it's if you played Borderlands two, like you know, it's true. That's what the reviews are saying as well. Like you should expect it to feel a lot like that. But yeah. like there's more modernization of it, and it's really smooth. The gunplay is really smooth. The guns are a lot of fun, and uh, it just feels good to play it. It like, did get to the point though where like you know, I I put a podcast on. I don't give a shit about what's being talked sure. about. I sure, just fair. don't really care about the characters or. Mm. Um, there are some interesting people, but I like. I really like the Clipso twins. Like, like I, I thought when they debuted them at the reveal event we did, I was like, "Oh, these are the first bosses." I didn't realize they were like the whole thing of the game. Too. Like, oh, all I right. thought they were going to be sort of a mini boss yeah. uh, attraction, but no, they're they're kind of like the main baddies. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I find myself towards the when I hopped back in, I was like, "Oh, it's not too late." I was just like, "Let me put on a podcast and Lepitar. take down some people." Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting because I would say Borderlands has a reputation for like, yeah, like sometimes like. It's just hard to follow the story. There's people talking while you're playing. Well, you're playing with other people, right? And granted, I'm, I streamed my way through Borderlands, and so that added to it. But I've talked to a lot of people that had that. I actually feel with three so far, and again, I've only played for whatever, an uh, hour, 90 minutes. I don't know. It felt a lot smoother to me. Like, I understood a lot more clearly what was going on, oh, no, where no, I was no, no, headed, no. and I just felt, it felt more cohesive to me. I agree with so that. I, I, I guess I understand. So it was I, good to see Elliot. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I like, like that what? scene we were talking about, no spoilers, with the Calypso twins, like, right, like that, like, basically where we both yeah. left off last night. Like, well, okay, cool. Yeah, I I don't find it as compelling as, like, Handsome Jack when I played two. Uh, I, I thought he was a really I fun like character that I wanted to 
I wanted him on screen all the time. He was just such a fascinating bad guy. And uh, I haven't really run into an area where it's like, oh, I got to listen to what this character is saying. Because everything they say is super funny or witty. I thought thought you'd like the Eclipse of Twins because of the streamer stuff. Yeah, that's, that's like fine. subscribe. Yeah, you're there. a streamer, Andy. Don't you like streaming? <laughs> Listen to this guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to connect with you. I'm just trying to connect with you. We're going to talk about Borderlands a lot, both on the Borderlands show and on our separate shows. On kind it's of good so far. So. Yeah, so we'll cut it. Do you want we'll me to answer the show, Tim? No. Oh shit! And that's the way the Cookie Games cast episode three. Your outro. I was just going to say thanks for watching, everybody. Keep it keep it locked here. IGN nailed it. Nailed it. There's the perfect Andy outro. It's a wrap on Andy, everybody. Good job, Andy. See you online today. Let's go home. Gotta love that. Um, No, got a couple write-ins today for Andrea's uh, final show. Yeah, it's a lot lot of nice little things. All the hate mail we finally have (laughs) coming. Airing of grievances. Bring it. Let's go. Choco writes in and says, "What's up, everybody? I don't really have much of a question. Just wanted to wish a fond goodbye to Andrea. Best of luck in the future, and don't forget to give Gary his pizza when he wins his bet." He's never winning that bet. What was the bet? So it was me, Barrett, and Gary uh, talking about a bet on if they're going to announce the release date for The Last of Us Part Two at this media event happening at the end of the month. And so we all guessed on dates. And Gary's date was in January 2020. And I said, Sony doesn't release their tentpole games in January. It's just never going to happen. I picked Friday, April 24th, 2020. And Barrett picked a date in March. No, February, huh? Valentine's Day. Yeah, for that That's PlayStation long, 5. going rumor. What's that? He said February. The rumor's Valentine's Day area. For release date. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. February would make sense, too. but I think it's going to be February. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think they're going to announce February, and then it'll be delayed. <laughs> I kick it to April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smart. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Freeman writes in and says, Just wanted to say, Andrea, you've been amazing. I'm kind of funny. We'll really miss your voice. I'm kind of funny. And hope to see you back soon. Wishing you good luck in L.A. Sure, you will do amazing things. Thank you. And then the nanobiologist writes in and says, Andrea, with you leaving, what is some sage advice you can impart on all of us besides subscribing and listening to What's Good Games? Uh, That's a lot of pressure. Some Andrea. sage advice. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Just let it out. <laughs> Be nicer to people in general, maybe. Um, it's tough because like we've I've taken so many questions over all the shoots that we've done today. <laughs> yeah, you're on like episode five. Um, yeah, your wisdom fuel gauge is like exactly. It's it's already tapped out. Um, I don't want want the best for yourself and the people in your life. You know, push yourself to to greatness and be proud of everything you put into the world. And if you're just going through life, like going through the motions, discover or rediscover like what will make you happy again. Because if you're happy, then the people around you will be happy. That's sage advice. That's good. Uh, That's good. The nanobiologist, I'm sure, will appreciate that. But he does have uh, one more thing. He says, "I'll miss you, and I hope I get to meet you at a future event." But before you go, uh oh, Kevin. It's mobile game or bullshit. It's mobile game or bullshit. Jay's gonna read some stuff and we'll figure out if it's over me or not. In celebration of the latest Kingdom Hearts DLC ah, trailer, I bring you mobile game or Kingdom Hearts Keyblade. There are some that are both. All right. Some. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. Where's Alexa Ray when I need her? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you right now. One is both. Okay. One, one is fair. Both. There's one daily double. I love it. We have seven mobile games or keyblades to name for you three fine people. Okay. Ready. Let's let's keep this one kind of quick. Sure. Okay. Fran. Fran. Okay. You're first. Okay. <laughs> Does it have to be a keyblade? 
right. Remember, we'll go this way and then that way. Pardon and then me this for way caring. and then that way. Okay, yes. Number one, and thank you, nanobiologists, for this. It's fantastic. Number one, Destiny's Embrace. Is it a mobile game or a Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts? Wait, who's going you? first? You. you. What? You never said that. Anyway, uh, mobile game. Thank you. You Keyblade. didn't say I was going first. When mobile game. Also, would you believe that I always thought there was just one Keyblade? I didn't know there was multiple. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Darker than dark. Mobile game or Keyblade? Oh, fuck. I fucked up. I meant Destiny was going to be a Keyblade. Can I switch it? Is it, or is it always it going in the same yeah, order? you can change. All right, cool. Sorry, everybody. Is it I always going to go in the same order, Tim? It's going to go... Like Darker than dark, I'm saying is a mobile game. Mobile game. Uh, Keyblade. Wayward Soul. Is it a mobile game or a Kingdom Hearts Keyblade, Greg? Okay, I thought I was going to be trying that one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Wayward okay. Soul is in fact a mobile game. I did fuck that up. <laughs> uh, number four. I got all messed up. Andrew. I'm going to go mobile game. Both. Oh. I, thought, I, thought, I thought both for this one. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Okay. Uh, Fran, I'll start so now. I'll start one. with this one, Fran. Path of Orchards. <gasps> Mobile game. Keyblade. I'm saying. Mobile Come on, Greg, game. speed it up. Okay. Fair and fair and, fair and fair. I'm going to start with Fran again here. No. Well, to add up, so it's fair. The pressure. Lost memory. Dang, that might have been the one that was. Uh, Keyblade. Both. I'm Dang. saying both here as well. Dang, man, I know. That one feels like it. Greg. Yeah. Wheel of Fate. I'm saying Wheel of Fate is. Fuck, that would have been a good both, too. Fuck, I want to say mobile game. I'm going mobile game, too. Keyblade. Number seven. Sure. Number seven. Do you want music for the last one? <laughs> Number seven, the last one. Lifeline. Who? Who? Who's Who is that? I don't know. I don't remember anymore. Fran, go. That one's probably both. Uh, mobile game. Keyblade. Uh, I'm going to say mobile game. Okay. Man. You can keep it, Kev, as we. I've never just randomly guessed at anything <laughs> more in my life. Yeah, you did a good job no with idea. this, man. These are, this is great. Uh, number one, Destiny's Embrace is a Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts Dang, 2. Dang, Andrea. Both me and, and oh, Andrea get a point. Number two, darker than dark, <laughs> is a Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. Three hundred and fifty-eight over two days. Back on Fran the board, gets fizzles. it. Just Fran. The score is one all. Wayward Soul is a mobile game. Yeah. And oh, I get a point. I blew it. That makes it now two to one. Number four, Path of Orchards is a mobile game. Damn it. Yeah. I got it. Fran got it. Greg the in the score lead. is now three two two. Me. Yep. Number five, Lost Memory, is a Keyblade from Birth by Sleep. Fran got it, and we well, you said uh, both, so you're wrong. Yeah, okay. you can't guess both if it's not right. Yeah, correct. I think we did it differently. Otherwise, the I would have guessed both every time. Will you, so it's, will you cross call. that out? Call, thing, right? Sorry, thank you. It's gonna get confusing. So we got the so both, Fran got and I are tied with three. Andrew yep. with two. Yep. Number six, Wheel of Fate. That's a Keyblade, baby. Is both a mobile game and a Keyblade. From so nobody three. gets it then. You the old same days. We're gonna say yeah, nobody gets it. The way we played yeah, this no one, one is you had to get them Points-wise, the same effect. So three, three, Fran and Greg, two, Fran and Andrew. Okay, yeah. here we go. Uh -oh, so if I get one. this, we tie. Yeah. Then we have to go to sudden Oh, don't death. worry. We have two tiebreakers. Oh! Yeah, we have to have a tiebreaker because either way, unless yeah, Shut either up. way, it's a tie. Number seven, Lifeline. Yeah. 
is a mobile game. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. It would have been more fun Bragging if I had won that one. Four, right? I agree, yeah. Greg Sorry, it's not professional wrestling, four. though. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. The two tiebreakers. Do we? Well, do you want to do no one other and one? There's no other boats that we have to worry about, or are there? There are no other boats. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Can we get Fran a, a pen? What? Why? Okay. I think, okay. I, not oh, that you would, so, yeah, but I yeah, think I it's like funny. I, like, I know where you're going with this. Who, who revealed what? Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. you don't know what the other chose because, is that what you're Yeah, exactly. Sure. Exactly. So I'm going to say them both to you right now. Oh, you Think was, about okay, it. Okay. I'm going to say both. There's, oh, there's two guesses in a row here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fatal, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, don't look at it. There you go. Fatal Crest. Fatal Crest. Uh-huh. You guys have your answers down? Oh, sorry. Now, here's my... First. Don't say anything yet. Yeah, I have not put my answer down. I'm sorry, hold on. Let me do it. I'm putting my answer down right now. Fatal Crest. Okay. Right. I think we should do it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. One by one, right? Sure. Because okay. if you do two, what if we tie we split it and break, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We'll still do the last Let's one for fun. Fatal so. Crest, go for it. I said Keyblade. I said Keyblade. Crap. Shit. It is a Keyblade. Oh, we're okay. so good, friend! Next one. The final <laughs> one we have. Winner's proof. Winners or winter? Winner. Winners. Like proof. winner, winner, yeah, chicken yeah, okay, dinner. Okay, 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 okay. Is that possessive and is it after, question. is it multiple winners or one? Winners uh, one. It's not possessive, one, it's winner's it's, proof. It's, it's, it's possessive. Oh, it is. Winner's yeah. apostrophe yeah. proof. A winner's, yes. It's rather important, everybody. Well, you know about keyblades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You ready? Nope. Pick an answer, Frank! Ah! Wait, this is, shh, stop talking to me. Uh, winner's proof. Oh man, I'm gonna pick Five, up Winner's proof four, on the mobile game three, store. Two. Yeah, I hate you all, you ruined my guess. <laughs> Tim, are you ready? Yes. Go for it. I said Keyblade. I said a Keyblade too. It is a Keyblade. Damn, it, is so it, is. It, is a, it is a Keyblade. <sighs> See, um, I knew that was a trick one. That was a lot of pressure. He tried to trick us. Hold on, I can look at I up. got I can, one. You got one? Okay. All right, number 10. Number 10. He's taking me all the rounds. I like it. <laughs> I'll put you through the ringer. Frogger. Union <laughs> key. Union key? Mm-hmm. Union key. Done. Five. <laughs> Four. Frack! <laughs> Fine, I... I just want to be wrong. Oh, thank you, Kevin. I like that. Nah, no speed to the game. No, no that's no. great. That's a good way to do it. Otherwise, we're here forever, friend. Yeah, I already guessed. You're wasting time. Come on. Go. I said mobile game. I said mobile game. Damn it. It is, it is in fact, the Kingdom it's Hearts mobile, mobile game. Hey, it's a Kingdom it's Hearts the mobile, mobile game. It's a mobile game. Mobile game. Mobile game. You heard the judge. The judge from Peru said very clearly. You didn't see when I wrote it. You can't prove that I didn't have it. He's Dude. got video. He was done. You no. didn't know what I wrote and when. <laughs> <laughs> you jackal. He said he was done. Jackal. Ladies and gentlemen, this has done. been the final Andrea Renee mm. Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you very much for your services. Um, for the last year? That sounds about right. Or actually, no, it's, it's been about six Whenever, months officially. Yeah, I think it was like April. You were the Jared, like, yeah. replacement. Wow. Some change. Us here are kind of funny. I'm you know what I mean?
They come, they go. Where's Jared Petty? My now? favorite is like when uh, there was uh, this year where somebody put all it together and they're like, kind of funny's uh, game of the year discussion is like, who's going to be the defense of the dark arts teacher? Yeah. They had a screenshot of one person so leaving. Fucking <laughs> funny. I love it. Well, thank you, Andrea. It's always a We're pleasure miss you. having you here. Thanks at, for having we love me, guys. This table. Uh, leave something nice about her in the comments below. Um, and that's it. Don't comment about anything else, yeah. especially Aww. not video games. Um, I love Ray you. will be here next week. Probably. Probably. Yeah. What? The new next cast week, member is Imran. Oh, Imran, yeah. He'll, he'll be here next week. Cool. And he'll be here Her next body's week. not even cold yet, guys. All right, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here, Fran. Jesus. Fran Bye. Rio will live on forever.